At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Gonna tell it like it really is. We know Haney doesn't give a shh. Silencing critics, eliminate misses. Two chips never accept on shoulders to get better. Everybody knows the name. Read about it. We're golf teachers, Hall of Fame. Never doubt it. It's time for the truth. Here's our dude. You're listening to Haney. You're listening to Haney. You're listening to Haney. It's time for the truth, here's our dude. You listen in the Haney. Listen in the Haney. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast, brought to you by Haney University, HaneyUniversity.com. Go to HaneyUniversity.com and Find out how you can get a golf lesson from me, either at my studio in Paradise Valley, Arizona, or coming soon in uh, Deerfield, Illinois. Got a new facility there I'm going to be teaching. We're going to announce that schedule soon. And you can also register for my free instructional videos. They go out uh, on a weekly basis, so if you want to get better golf, that's the way to do it. Actually, you know, yesterday, I'm in uh, Phoenix right now. I say Phoenix I'm actually in Paradise Valley, which is right next to Scottsdale. But if I say Paradise Valley, sometimes people don't know where that is. So anyway, that's where I am. I'm teaching a little bit here. I was filming yesterday for uh, performance golf. And oh, my God, it is hot. Oh, my goodness gracious. Wow. I'm like, you know, when we moved to Chicago, everybody's like, do you know how cold it is there? And I'm like, yeah. I mean, I, I got a pretty good idea. I grew up there. You know, I, I got a, I, I have this thing called an iPhone. I got a computer. I can uh, look at the weather. Yeah, I, I got an idea how, how cold it is there. But I'm thinking, you, you got any idea how warm it is in Phoenix? It's like 116 degrees. I, I heard on the, uh, on the radio the, uh, this morning, 25 days in a row they've had over 100 110 degrees. Not 100, 110. Dry heat, though. Dry heat, that's what they say. Anyway, I about passed out yesterday uh, film, filming some uh, some commercials. But uh, what I wanted to talk about today is is uh, <laughs> kind of where I was last week. Because people say, Hank, where, where are you? You know, yeah, I, do, I have done these podcasts now for I don't know how many years. I started a podcast after they booted my ass off Sirius XM, PJ Tour Radio, for picking uh, Joe Jung Lee to win the uh, Women's U.S. Open. And uh, I started doing the podcast, and I've been doing them ever since. I appreciate everybody listening to the podcast. I, uh, I, I've got so many great followers. You guys, you guys are the absolute best. 
And the ones that have come and taken golf lessons from me are just, uh, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a thrill for me to, to help them. And, and it's a thrill for me to help everybody on my podcasts and everybody that watches my videos. And it, it's just like, like where my career is, it, it's, it's gone full circle. You know, I've said this many times. You, you start off teaching. And what happens is you teach the, the kids' clinics, you teach the beginner lady clinics. I mean, that's what they, they have. And they put the, the, the young teachers in that. When I, when I went to college at University of Tulsa, I knew I wanted to be a coach. And I majored in education. And I knew when I got done with school, I think I've told this story before, but I knew you know people say, well, you don't have any experience. So I taught golf as one of my classes at University of Tulsa at the rec centers in Tulsa, lined people up in this park with a you know, golf club and some plastic balls. And I, you know, gave golf lessons so I could get a, get a little, little ex- experience. But then, then my career, you know, moved on so fast. And before you know it, you know, a couple years down the road, I, I was teaching all the golf schools at the biggest golf resort in the world. I was the director of instruction for the Pinehurst Golf Advantage schools. And then you start, you teach touring pros. And, and I did that for, you know, 30 something years, 35 years. And, and then, and, you know, lucky enough to teach Mark O'Meara and Tiger Woods and, and literally hundreds of other pros. I mean, it was a, a great, great opportunity. You know, when you when you teach the beginners, you think that <laughs> this is an honest statement here. You, you're teaching these beginners and you think, geez, let me have somebody with some talent. I mean, I wonder what I could do with somebody with some talent. And then you teach touring pros for 35 years and you, can't wait to get the amateurs back. I mean, you talk about an absolute pain in the ass. It is, and not every one of them, but it 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 is not. Uh, it's not easy, and I'm sure it's not easy being a professional coach in anything. It's not. It's 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 not easy, and especially if you're good at it, it's even harder. Because I mean, you're you're good. You put a lot into it. But I love teaching amateur golfers. I love helping amateur golfers. I, I, don't, I don't care how good anybody's. I'll tell you what my specialty is. My specialty is, and it's just kind of, this is what's kind of happened since I've been, I've been teaching here the last few years. I, I'm getting a, a lot of people that come for lessons that are really getting into golf, you know, a little bit later in life. Maybe they're in their 30s, they're in their 40s, they're in their 50s, they're in their 60s, whatever. And they now have the time and the and the money and the opportunity to devote some some effort and time to golf, and it it is it is so much fun because I f- I feel like I'm I'm you know I know golf is such a great game it is it is it is the greatest game in the world, and when you feel like you're giving somebody like a gift. You know, I mean, obviously, I'm charging a lot for for this gift I'm giving, but I've earned that. I've earned that right. And you give these people the gift, and now all of a sudden, you know, they, there's nothing that feels better than than hitting hitting that golf ball and and making it go and seeing how much enjoyment. It's nothing better for me to see how much enjoyment people are are getting from from hitting hitting the ball and and. I feel the same thing when I'm talking on the podcast and I'm, I'm giving out tips because I know somebody's getting something out of it and I know they're, you know, hopefully going to get better because of it. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a great feeling. So, so I've done these podcasts for, you know, however many years. I don't know how many I've done. 
hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of podcasts. I try to do as, as, as many as I can. I try to do at least, at least three a week. But sometimes I, you know, sometimes I can't, like I haven't taken any breaks, like, like any don't do a podcast break, but I think about it all the time. I think about like, I, it, this consumes my mind a lot, you know, what, oh man, that would be a good thing to talk about, or that would be a good thing to talk about. But I don't, I don't hardly take a break. But then, but then recently, you know, I, I've, I've got where, you know, I, I I, I I can't I can't do a podcast. I got I got I got too much stuff going on with my son Henry's hockey. So last week was one of those those weeks. I was at the uh, brick tournament with my my son and my wife and and my son Henry was playing in the brick tournament. And the brick tournament is like the biggest like kids hockey tournament like there is in North America. It, it's it, it was the most absolutely amazing experience. The brick hockey tournament is just for 10-year-olds. So it's it's the equivalent of the Little League World Series. And and my son Henry has has only he's only been skating like literally never skated in his life. Never rollerbladed, never skated. And he's only been skating for two and a half years. He's been playing hockey like like hockey on a team for about one and a half years. And he made it onto this team called the Western Selects. They took, they took 14 kids from 13 Western states. They, they, they had a big tryout first. The first they had a tryout to get to the tryout, and then they had a tryout with like 45 kids, and then they picked 14 kids. And he made this team. He made this, this Western Selects team. So the Western Selects plays at the Brick Tournament. And at the Brick Tournament, they've got all these Canadian teams. They've got the uh, Alberta team. They've got the Montreal Canadiens team. They've got two teams from Toronto. They had a team from Saskatchewan. Uh, they had another team from Vancouver. And then they had a team from Boston and Minnesota uh, and Pennsylvania. Then the New York Rangers team. Uh, let me see who else I'm missing. The Western Selects. Anyway, I think that that's most. They had fourteen. They had fourteen teams there. So there's you know there's there's fourteen teams, and you know each team has fourteen or fifteen skaters and two goalies. So you got you got fourteen teams and you got seventeen. There's those two hundred thirty eight kids there, and they they are all there for this tournament. This tournament goes on for like. They only play one rink, so the, so the tournament kind of drags out. The, the games start every morning at 7.30, and it's like clockwork. You know, I mean, they, they got this thing down. They've been doing it for like, like 30 years, and it's in this mall. It's in this huge mall, Edmonton, Edmonton Mall. It's like the biggest mall in, in Canada. And inside this mall, there's all these stores and food courts, and there's a casino, there's a water park that is the most insane water park you, you, you could imagine. All these slides and you know rides in there, and then a wave pool. It's it's, it's, it's this, this place is the craziest thing I've ever seen. Uh, and and then they've got an amusement park in there called Fantasyland. They got a miniature golf course in there in the middle of this this mall, right in the middle of the mall. And and in the middle of the mall, there's this ice rink, and the ice rink. Is like you'd see it in some malls have them, and they just you know they have public skating there. But this one, they have have hockey too, so they have 
glass set up around the, the rink, but the glass isn't real high. So the fans all go around the rink and you kind of hang over the rink. And when the kids score a goal, they all skate around and you, you high five them and everything. And, and, and it's just, it's, it was, it was, it was such a cool thing. Every, every kid is staying in the hotel that, you know, their teams are all staying in the hotel. So you just see them lugging, you know, you're literally lugging your hockey equipment. You know, the sticks, the hockey bag, hockey bags are big. There's a lot of crap. And you're, you're lugging the bag, the sticks, everything through the, the, right through the mall, right through the mall every day. And you see kids coming and going out of their, out of the hotel rooms, coming and going out of the, out of the hotel with their, their hockey equipment. And of course the parents are there. And then a lot of cases, the grandparents are there. It, It was like the most amazing experience. And these kids are these kids are so good. I mean, it's like I was sitting there with uh, Suzanne's dad, Richard, and we're like, and we're like amazed. We're like, can you believe these kids are like ten years old? I mean, it's like because these are the best kids in North America, and they they put all these kids' names up on a a board that's down the locker room. So every player that's ever played in the brick tournament, and it's in the locker room area, like the hall you take to get to the locker room. Every kid that's ever played in the brick tournament, their their names are up on the board. Every single kid. So you go, you know, one of the first things we did is we went down there and looked and see, okay, you know what, uh, you know who's all played here. You know, I mean, what what you know who what what great players have played here, and and there's so many good names. I mean, so many guys that that played and have played, you know, and are playing currently in the NHL. I mean, it's like so every year what they do is they underline all the guys that played in the brick tournament that make it to the NHL because these are the best 10 year olds, but that doesn't mean they're going to be the best, you know, 18 years old when they get drafted or the best kids that actually make it. But every year uh, they average between like 10 and 20 kids that get, uh, that get drafted that played in the brick tournament, which is, which is cool too. So it, it, it motivates the kids and they think, Hey, you know, like, I mean, there's 238 kids, so it's in in the in the tournament, so it's less than 10 percent that are that are going to get drafted uh, eventually when they become 18 years old. And it doesn't mean that kids that are playing the brick couldn't get drafted because a lot of them do. But that is is kind of uh, one of the cool things about this tournament. So they start off, and I thought, you know, I got to tell people about this. So that's what I'm doing. I'm telling you about this. But we uh, we get there. And the team that he was on is the Western Selects. And they picked the team. And then we then they picked it in California. So all these players went from all these states, Western states. You know, we had three kids on our team from Alaska. And they all go to California for the tryouts and they make the team. They pick the team. And then they all get their uniforms and, you know, measured for uniforms. The whole deal. It's a, it's a, it's a, this is a big, big deal. And then we go there and we play, or we have a practice, like a three-day practice, first time for the team. So we did that, like uh, you know, earlier in the year we did that, and then and then we went and played in a tournament. We played in a tournament in uh, in Boston, and the team won the tournament, and that was that was like pretty and beat some other teams that are in the that were in the brick tournament. So I thought, well, you know, we're 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 decent, you know, we're not we're not too bad. And then um, 
we played in another tournament up in Winnipeg, and the competition wasn't great, but we won that tournament and beat a good team in the finals. So, so the, the, the team had played like uh, 11 games and hadn't lost. And then we got to the brick tournament. We played a little practice game at the, at the Edmonton Oilers rink, which was pretty cool because that's where the rink where the players – this is their practice rink, so that was cool. And we played a practice game there against Vancouver. We lost like two to one, so that was like the first game we lost, but it, it was a very competitive game. And then the tournament starts, and, and on your, in your division, you play, all, you play every team in your division, and then they pick the top three teams from each division to make the, to make the playoffs. So there's, there's seven teams in your division, three teams make the playoffs. And we played uh, played Chicago first, and we won in overtime, and that was that was cool. Chicago had a good team, and then we played Alberta, and I think we lost by a goal. And then we played Toronto, and we lost by a goal in overtime. And then we played another team, I think Saskatchewan or whatever, and we uh, we won that game. And then we played. Uh, I think Toronto and a different Toronto team or Montreal. We played Montreal in the last game. And Montreal was a really good team. They had these two kids that were just so good, so good. And uh, we had it. We were, we were up one goal with a minute and 52 seconds to go. And they pulled their goalie and they scored, tied it up. And then it went to overtime. And, and they had overtimes three on three. And they had two kids that were just so good. And I'm like, well, we got no chance in overtime. These guys are going to score so quick. But one thing that was, was, was interesting is, is that even, you know, even the, against the best team, I mean, you know, they were, they were competitive. So we ended up finishing two, two, and two, the Western selects. And it didn't make the playoffs. If we'd have won that one game in overtime, we would have made it, but uh, a, a decent showing. And then Montreal ended up winning the whole thing. And we, we played them closer than any other team played them. So that was like a little consolation prize. You know how you logic things out in sports. You know, uh, we almost beat this team or we beat this team. And we could, that could have, means we could have done this or we could have done that. Not necessarily, but everybody does that, that, that kind of logic. Is like, I hear that all the time in golf with parents tell me, well, you my son beat this guy, and this guy beat this guy, and this guy beat this guy. So that must mean, you know, we're almost as good as this guy. Well, you know, sort of, kind of, not, not really. But what was what? The one thing that's interesting is is that in 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 a pursuit of you know greatness in sports, there's a few things that that I I notice along the way because I mean I've been coaching kids forever, and I obviously value. The importance of coaching. That's that's why we moved to Chicago. So I would give my son a better opportunity in hockey because I, I I wanted him to have more availability of coaching, more availability of ice time, and better coaching. Frankly, just better coaching because I know how much how, how much a, a, a difference it makes. And when we were in 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 Phoenix, we would like do everything we could to get ice time, and we'd drive over here and drive over there, and we'd get in a you know. A, a, a clinic session over here and there'd be nine kids in the, in the deal. One hour on the ice time, nine kids. You're standing in line, waiting your turn. And they're not really, in, it's not really instruction. They're like putting you through a practice and you're skating around these cones. And I don't even think the kids really realize that the cones represent people. And, and as a coach, I'm looking at it and I'm thinking, you know, 
what 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 in the world is going on here? I mean, this is just this the best they can come up with, you know? And and, and I thought that this is not this is this. I told my wife Suzanne, I said this is not going to get it. I mean, you, you cannot get better doing this. You you just can't. And and it's difficult in hockey because the rinks there's not that many rinks in certain parts of the country. There's not. And Phoenix is one of them. I think there's like ten or twelve sheets of ice in uh, in Phoenix. Period. Like some rinks have more than one sheet of ice. There's like ten or twelve sheets of ice. It's hard to get get ice time. And and once kids get out of school, they're full. You know, I mean, at three thirty, the rinks are full until you know nine thirty at night. And then the, the kids got to get to sleep. And then the, the rinks try to fill up the rest of the time with the adults playing what they call beer league, which is just like recreational hockey. Uh, so so you have it to to get better and and this this equates to golf too i see the same thing in golf because I, I yesterday i was given a, a lesson to a couple junior players one uh, a t- 10 year old girl and 11 year old boy and they're both really good i mean they they have a chance to be good players but there's a certain formula if you want to be good at at golf you want to be good at hockey you want to be good at anything you 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 really you really need to think about i mean you just and it's how hard you work how hard you practice and the coaching you know i mean that's 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 what it what it boils boils down to so in 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 hockey and in golf it's it's kind of like with kids a lot of it it's it's kind of the the, the same same thing I, I i see the same thing you know these kids that are really good for the most part for the, for the vast majority, and pe- people don't like this when I say this. I mean, they, they just do not like this. Like, older people do not like this, okay? But you're going to hear it anyways. But they're, they're like, oh, you should play all sports. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, that's great. And, you know, I got parents tell me, like, oh, man, you know, you should, this is a great, uh, this is a great uh, complimentary sport to hockey. You know, I'm like, well, that's good. Well, enjoy your complimentary sport to hockey. Because our complimentary sport to hockey is hockey. And if you want to be a golfer, my advice would be your complimentary sport to golf would be golf. <laughs> because I'm going to tell you what, these kids that are good, they are putting in the time. They aren't running around playing five different complimentary sports. Uh, you may find one of them, and maybe that's the way it was back in the day. But, le- but it is not back in the day anymore. It's today. It's It's today. Today, it, you know, it, it's it's July, two thousand twenty-three. It's not back in the day, and and back in the day they might have done this. And back in the day, I played all sports too. I get it, but it's not back in the day now. It's today, and and today, these kids are specializing. You know, I, I, I you see these kids kids playing like you know my these kids I taught they 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 just played in a in a tournament in California, and. You know, there's there's tons of uh, great players out there. A lot of them are Asian, and the one thing that 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 they do that's first off, the Asians are incredibly respectful uh, of coaches. Incredibly respectful of coaches. All my the students I've ever taught that were Asian, incredibly respectful of coaches, and they pay attention. They're great. You know, I'm I'm you know doing a little stereotyping here, but. Generally speaking, they're very good students in school. They pay attention really well, and it carries over to their to their sports. But they're 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 
usually almost one sport, one sport is what they do. And another thing that you see a lot is these kids are, are homeschooled. Like people have asked me, why are the Asians, you know, kids doing so good in, in junior golf? And now you're seeing them doing great on the tour too. And, the, and, and they dominate the, the LPGA tour. Uh, but one, why? Because they're great students. They have incredible work ethics, incredible work ethics. The parents are very, very involved. I mean, to be great at sports, the, the amount of parental commitment, I see this with the, with the hockey, all these kids that are the best, there is a huge, bigger than huge, humongous, okay, parental commitment. And that is something that I, 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 I saw it again. And when we went to Edmonton, my wife was talking to uh, the parents of the, the one kid from the Montreal team, and they won the whole tournament. And the kid was so good. I mean, he's just like, I mean, this, kid, this kid's so good. It's, you know, I mean, I'm like, that, that kid's going to make the NHL. You know, I mean, he's 10 years old. It may not happen, but I'm, t- I mean, I, my prediction right now is he will. And, we're talking to the parents, and, and, and they say, oh, yeah, he, he takes private lessons. He takes private lessons four or five days a week. Now, he's taking private lessons four or five days a week in Montreal. I, I, I'm going to make an assumption that there's somebody in Montreal that knows how to coach hockey. <laughs> I'm going to make that assumption. Okay? And he's taking private lessons four or five days a week. And we're skating around a cone a couple times a week in Phoenix with nine kids waiting our turn. And you and and, and like and, and how are we gonna catch this kid? Like how how exactly is that gonna happen? Like 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 how is is some kid that's practicing golf for two hours a day? I, I you know, and, and taking lessons from you know, Joe, the assistant pro, I, I, Joe, the assistant pro is, a, is a, just a, a figment of, of my imagination. I don't know who Joe is. Like, like I, I mentioned Joe, the assistant pro one day and some PGA pro got so pissed at me. I'm like, I'm like, he's not a guy. He's just a, he's just a, like a, you know, he's a make-believe. He's just, I'm just using an example. Joe, the assistant pro doesn't know jack shit about teaching golf. He doesn't. He's got no experience. He's had no training. He, he just, they threw him out there on the range because, you know, he's a pro, and which means he works in a pro shop and he likes golf. Okay, that's what it means. And, and Joe's out there, and he's going to teach, but he's going to teach against kids that I'm teaching. And the kids he's teaching are, te- are working two hours a day at their golf, and the kids I'm teaching are working eight hours a day at their golf. That's not a fair fight. I mean, those, ki- those kids aren't, and it's the same thing. It's the same thing I see in, in every sport. It's not just with kids. I see it, I see it with adults. You know, adults call me for lessons. I really want to be good at golf. Well, it's good. It's not, you know, I mean, you know, and then they go, I wish I could be good. It's, this is not something you can wish for. Being good at something is not something you can wish for. This is not, you know, I'm a, I'm a, a golf professional. I'm a teacher. I'm a coach. I am not a, a genie with a magic, uh, you know, a, a grant you three wishes. 
No, that's not the way it works. You don't wish to be better at something. You don't hope to be better at something. You work at it and you get instruction. And you and the better the instruction, you're only shortcut. There, there's only two opportunities for shortcuts. One is better coaching, more work, period. That's the only way you can do it. Now, no doubt about it. If you've got uh, uh, you know better uh, genetics, you know, but we can, but you can't do anything about that. You, you got what you got. I mean, but if you're faster, if you're bigger, if you're stronger, okay, you know, but, but stronger usually comes from working too. But that's what you have to you, you have to do if you want to get better. You have to put in the time. You have to put in the effort. You want to get better at golf. You don't wish for it. Ah, I wish I could be. I wish I was better. What do you mean you wish you're better? Practice. Go work at your game. Have a plan. Get some golf instruction. And that's, a, and, and that's the same thing that I've tried to do with, you know, helping my son with his, with his hockey pursuit. Give him an opportunity. Give him an opportunity. Get him some good coaching. Teach him what, it, what good work ethic is. And then we'll just see what happens. Because everybody can improve. It doesn't matter what you're doing. It doesn't matter how bad you are, how bad you think you are. And I don't care how bad somebody is. When I coach, I couldn't care less how bad you are. Makes no difference to me at all. People are like, oh, you wouldn't want to teach me. I don't care. I'll teach anybody. I don't care. Give me somebody that wants to get better. Give me somebody with a good attitude and a work ethic. That's all that's all you care about as a coach, you know. That's 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 all you care about. And if you have those things, you can get better at anything. And and you know, in, in the junior golf world, everybody everybody has a long way to go. In junior hockey world, everybody's got a long way. No matter how good they are, they got a long way to go. I mean, they they all got a long way to go. Like I have I have, I have parents come up to me and say, "My, you know, my son's a good putter." Or, you know, let's say my son's a great putter. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, excuse me? Excuse me? I said, your 12-year-old son is not a great putter. Tiger Woods is a great putter. There is no 12-year-old that's a great putter. Not compared to Tiger Woods. Your 12-year-old may be a great putter compared to all the other 12-year-olds that can't putt, but there ain't no 12-year-old that's a great putter. It just it doesn't it doesn't exist. So everybody everybody has plenty of room to get better, and it's the same thing even at the highest level. People would say, "Hank, when you coached like Tiger Woods, how what what how was what what was that like? Because how, how could you make that better? Oh my God! Every single phase of the game could be better. Everything." I mean, he's not holding out every bunker shot. He wasn't holding out every chip shot. He wasn't like you know hitting every green, every fairway. wasn't hitting it the, the the right distance every time or his maximum distance every. I mean, there's there's so much to improve. Every every single thing could improve, and it's no different than anybody else. Like poorer players, you know, their misses are bigger. Their bad shots are bigger. It's the same thing in any sport. Their misses are bigger. Their bad shots are, are, are worse. They're less consistent. But even the best players have plenty of bad shots, plenty of things that they can improve. Uh, and, and 
it doesn't matter what the sport is. It doesn't matter what your pursuit is. It doesn't even have to be a sport. It could be anything. You'd be learning to play the guitar. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's all the same. Work ethic, coaching, and you get better. And that's uh, that's the bottom line. But it's I, I I had so much fun. Like like that's why I didn't do the podcast last week because I, I was having fun. I was watching my kid play hockey. They played one or two games a day, and it was just like phenomenal. And I'm just and and it's just the way I've always been as a coach. The whole time I couldn't hardly sleep. Okay, the whole time I was there because my head is spinning all the time. Just my head spins a lot, and and my brain is going. Even while I'm sleeping, my brain's just going and going and going and going. And I'm thinking about, okay, this is this is where we are. This is where we need to be, or this is where we're trying to get to. And we need to improve this. We need to improve this. We need to improve this. Uh, what do we need to change about our plan? What do we need to do different? Do we need to, to emphasize this more? Do we need to emphasize this more? Uh, what can I say to get this point across? What little word will I say tomorrow morning to get this point across? Even though he might not listen. You know, he might not listen, but that does, that's all right. I'll say it again and say it again and say it again and say it again. It's like a farmer planting, you know, you, you plant and then you water and, and you fertilize and you, you, you hope it grows. I mean, that's just a, that, that's, the way, that's the way it goes. That's how, that's how, how coaching is. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's it. going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from 
crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to Bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. My head is always, always spinning like that. I'm always trying to figure out, okay, where do we need to go? What do we need to do to get better? How can we revise what we're doing to, to give us a little bit of an edge? And uh, it's, 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 a, it, it's fun to improve at things. It's fun to improve at things. And to watch somebody's like journey, to watch kids' journeys is really cool. But it doesn't matter. It could be adults, you know. And like I said, these adults that I'm teaching how to play golf that have never played before or haven't played very good, and now all of a sudden they, they'd like to be better. It's the same thing. It's all the same. Same for everybody. Everybody has room to improve. All right. That's my uh, thoughts for today. Hope everybody enjoyed the podcast. Hit the follow button on the iHeartRadio app wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, if you have arthritis pain or joint and soreness, muscle soreness. Get my Voodoo Pain Relief Cream at voodoopainrelief.com. All right. Talk to you soon on the Hank Kenny Podcast. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm. The Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart.